welcome to this episode of the Stuttering School Podcast. Yes, I'm finally back on the air. <laughs> I've had a very, very busy time the last couple of months prepping for the Iceland Congress, the 13th International Stuttering Association Congress. And that took place in Iceland in, I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this correctly, uh, Krekaverdi, Krekaverdi, maybe, maybe not. Uh, it's a town, uh, I believe it was south of Reykjavik, which is the capital of Iceland. Now, I'm not in Iceland right now. Like I said, I'm back. So I'm taking you along with me on a little hike, a little nature hike. Uh, so you're going to hear, oh crap, there's a car. I'm going to hear stupid noise like traffic. Iceland I did some touring around Iceland after the Congress and I really liked the tranquility the peace and tranquility of Iceland not that not as noisy as where I live and um, even when I drove and even when there was traffic it was a uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, an intelligent, <laughs> an intelligent population, and polite. You know that they don't uh, take a fit just because you know whatever happened in traffic or someone's in their way. You know they wait for the pedestrians to cross. Yeah, so it's quite the shock. I didn't want to come back. And here it is today as I'm recording Canada Day. <laughs> oh, by the way, according from the suburbs of Toronto, actually outside of Toronto, uh, Canada, it's July 1st. It's a Monday, July 1st, 2019, as I record this. And I came back from Iceland on the 29th. So, yeah, really hard to come back, uh, especially since right now is summertime in Iceland. And the sun doesn't set, so it was very cool to see day- broad daylight at one o'clock in the morning, and I miss that. And you know, it really blew my mind. Yet I come back, and I'm startled to see the dark. I'm like, what the heck? Why is it dark? <laughs> what a beautiful country! I can go on and on. Uh, I did uh, join some friends and did a driving tour uh, for two days, kind of. Officially one day, but we had to drive somewhere first, so I count that as the driving tour. And my gosh, anywhere you go in Iceland is beautiful. But first, let me tell you everything about uh, the Congress. Actually, I should probably tell you. Um, you might hear. I'm not sure the microphone's going to pick it up, but this park they're planning a, a Canada Day celebration later on. So they're doing sound check right now. So you might hear it in the back. So let me begin <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, let's see, flew in. Oh, first, oh, first, 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 I must say the whole Congress was organized so very well, so efficiently, very well done. Great job, Malbjörg. Malbjörg, Malbjörg, Malbjörg. I'm already forgetting it. Uh, great job guys you guys did fantastic job there were about I think 165 uh, attendees myself included and uh, I think it was 26 countries from around the world Wow and we were in a small town that was uh, known as the hot spring capital of the world so imagine <laughs> there was a geothermal park so geothermal, the heat that comes from the ground. That's how Iceland is pretty much heat. That's where they get their electricity from. So that's why the air is so clean in Iceland. Uh, got there. Um, they, arran- they had arranged for shuttle buses to take us to the town. It's about, uh, what, maybe a 40-minute drive? Beautiful 40-minute drive. <laughs> to uh, the conference uh, center and hotel. Uh, then 8 o'clock, well, there was the, um, sorry, first there was a meeting, the ISA member, the board meeting, 
and they announced um, the new members. So congratulations to the new members. From what I understand, it's a completely new team. And I had spoken with a few of them uh, before I left because I had expressed interest in uh, becoming, actually originally becoming a member of the board. But uh, when I realized, yeah, this year I'm going to be very busy with the French book, the French version of my book, Stuttering is Cool, A Guide to Stuttering in the Fast Talking World. Uh, and um, that's being launched right in, right in October. And, um, and I know that the ISA, they have their online conference um, that will take place during that time. So my role that I would have, I guess, applied for so to speak, or the expertise I could bring is all about digital stuff. So it would have been just too much for me. So instead, I expressed interest in becoming an advisory member. Because uh, that way, you know, I can still contribute, but uh, nothing to, like, life won't get, it, get in the way. Um, so that happened at 8 o'clock that night. So this was Sunday, sorry, June the 22nd. And... So 8 o'clock was the opening ceremony and it was great to meet uh, my old friends that I've met. Um, if you are a veteran listener of this podcast, you may remember I met a bunch of Europeans at, um, in Finland at the uh, Nordic Stuttering Seminar. A nice, nice little conference that takes place. What the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> that takes place somewhere in Northern Europe every year. <laughs> Sounds like Vince Guaraldi, the music from the Peanuts cartoons from the late 60s. And uh, yeah, um, uh, next year is taking place in Sweden. Uh, yeah, so I got to meet them, got to meet some new friends and got to meet uh, faces, faces to names of people who I had seen online. So that was fun. The conference was opened up by none other than the president of Iceland. Let me let you have that sink in while I pass this group of people. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Yes, the president of Iceland. <laughs> what other conference <laughs> can make that claim? <laughs> Although a close one comes uh, the, uh, the NSA when they have uh, the vi- vice president, Joe Biden. Pre- yes, but the president of Iceland. My gosh. And he was very accessible too. Uh, everyone you know, allowed everyone to take pictures. And all that stuff, you know, seemed like a very nice guy. And his speech, his op- his speech was amazing. Um, and from what I noticed, I don't think he had any notes. <laughs> so I'm not sure if he was like very well rehearsed or spoke off the cuff. But it was great because he started off with a story of how he had a speech, how he how he had speech therapy, because he couldn't pronounce the R, the R, which is one of the main sounds in Icelandic. So imagine going. You know, through life when you can't say the letter that's pretty much your language. Um, like us. <laughs> and in fact, I went through that. I had speech therapy. I, I had trouble pronouncing the R. Um, so, a, so a great speech um, that he gave. Very impressed. And, uh, and then was the uh, premiere of the... Congress theme. It had a theme. Can get no 
So that was Talk To You, a snippet of it. Uh, available on Spotify. I'll have the link in the show notes over at stutteringschool.com. And uh, uh, yeah, you can hear the soundtrack going on. Um, it was written by Anita Blum, who also gave the, one of the three keynotes at the conference. So more about that later. Anita... Um, very active, very prominent, very famous in the, <laughs> in the stuttering world. So it was very cool to have her not only give the keynote speech, but she wrote the lyrics to a Congress song. And music was uh, done, created by, scored by, and my apologies, I don't have your name with me. It's a very Icelandic name <laughs> for me, meaning I've never seen the name before and I don't, and it's all these consonants together so <laughs> i'll have your name written in this in the show notes my sincerest apologies um starts with an h i know it starts with an h and he wrote music that um uh was submitted for the eurovision song contest see how bad i sound i know i know i'm a terrible well i haven't been podcasting for a while <laughs> which is probably uh, yeah, so lots of fun happening, lots of socializing, got to meet up, oh, I got to meet up with some of my fellow co-organizers of the Montreal 2021 conference, So I, um, which is a conference, it's a joint conference by the International Stuttering Association with the International Cluttering Association and the International Fluency Association, and there will be lots of science, lots of... Uh, ooh, let's go off this path into the forest. Uh, lots of science, or am I going to risk getting ticks? Maybe, uh, maybe I'll risk getting ticks. Oops. Can you hear the music that they're planning? Oh, nice and cool over here. Yeah, Canada has a tick problem. I'm not going to go through this. You know, after going through slip discs and injuries that affected my weightlifting in the gym and I couldn't do it, yeah, I'm not going to go and get Lyme disease. Canada has a, or Eastern Canada has a tick disease, tick problem, something like that. And with that, come to Montreal. Actually, it's just in Toronto. From what I understand, it's just in the Toronto area, southern Ontario. Um... Yeah, it's going to be a Congress happening in 2021, July 22nd to the 25th, I think it is. So I'm on the PR team and the sponsorship team uh, lending my digital skills, experience. So uh, that's on its way. Um, oh yeah, they also announced the location of the next stuttering, International Stuttering Association Congress. And that will be 2022 which will take place in Tel Aviv in Israel. So I'm really excited about that one. I hope I can make it. Rumor has it it'll be in October. So that's a little bit strange. <laughs> but uh, that means there'll be more opportunity to make it to other conferences too that take place during the summer. So uh, mark your calendars or mark your note, your task list to keep an eye on the stuttering social medias because they'll come up um okay yeah back to the conf chris so it was great to meet uh, i had mentioned i've met people um uh actually i did mention meeting my co-organizers so it was great leslie walk um so it was great to meet face to face and hang out a bit and uh talk shop a bit and you know learn from each other um and all that stuff, experience, you know, Iceland together. So that was great. Um, so I mentioned I met people face-to-face for the first time. People who I've known online. And I'm walking up a hill, by the way. And one of them was Eric X. Raj, who you might know him. <laughs> He's all over uh, social media. He's a speech-language pathologist. And... Uh, and a lot of fun, a lot of fun posts that he posts online. Um, so um, I attended his his 
workshop. So this is now the Monday of the conference, June 24th. And um, it was all about, it, it, it was actually aimed to the other SLPs uh, that were in attendance. And it's all about using apps to engage children, clients, um, but specifically using humor. Because, so the gist of it, and if you're listening, Eric, um, my apologies if I'm putting words in your mouth, which, oh, the irony of it all. <laughs> um, uh, you can't, from what I remember, he was saying that you can't expect to get any answers from kids when you say, and how does theory make you feel, right? Because all they're going to say is, I don't know. <laughs> you know. So it was a way, so using humor, like an app that, change, that takes a picture of yourself and turns you into an alien, you know, they laugh their heads off and they say, well, how would it feel like to uh, meet an alien? And then from there, you would go and segue into stuttering so a lot of great ideas for me even though i'm not a speech language pathologist but for my book the work that i do um with the frankie banky comics so oh yeah speaking of which i wrote a book <laughs> another book uh one of the projects that i was working on that kept me away from podcasting i made a nine page short story illustrated short story of Frankie Banky, the saga of Frankie Banky, an Icelandic saga parody. And here comes another van. Ever since coming back from Iceland, I have an aversion to traffic noises. It's like, oh crap, I wish I was still there. I should just move there. And, um, yeah, so it was included in the swag bag. So that so that was great. That was a very special highlight for me that everybody was able to be introduced to Frankie Banky through a parody, you know, a comedic par- parody that uh, um, uh, made fun of, or not really made fun of, but had humor about the ever-changing Icelandic weather. I swear, every five minutes, it's a different thing. It is true. It's not exaggerated. It is true. Um, More on that later. Uh, You know, some characters from the Icelandic sagas. And, of course, some stuttering jokes. So it was a lot of fun to do. So I'm really happy that I was able to have that created and done. So big thank you to okay mosquito time let's walk back on the path uh, so again big thank you to Malbjörg Malbjörg <laughs> for printing for taking for covering the cost of printing and for also including it in the congress swag bag that included chocolate I may add cocoa beans from Tanzania and made in Iceland there's something about Icelandic chocolate and butter oh man it's so creamy I so wanted to buy the butter when I was at the airport somehow they sold butter at the airport and I'm like man I want to bring this home <laughs> and it was cheap it was only like two bucks this big brick of butter so I'm gonna see if I can um, find a Scandinavian grocery store so if there is one in Toronto so Toronto being a very if not the most, I believe it is the most multicultural city in all of Ontario, uh, North America. So I know there's a bakery, a Scandinavian bakery somewhere. So I got to see there's one that sells. Actually, there is a chain of grocery stores here called Nations. It's, a, it's Russian owned, I think. And they have products from around the world. I'm going to check them. I'm going to check them. And you will find out if I find them. Uh, so that was Mon- yeah. So Eric, thank you, Eric, for the insight into the SOP world. I gave a workshop two days later. It's my cartooning workshop, and oh, for crying out loud, another car! <laughs> Said the guy who drove a car to get here. Um, uh, Eric, my workshop. Yes, I gave a cartooning workshop um, to draw out for people to draw out scenes from their stuttering. 
and uh, the SOPs in the room who didn't stutter. So I said, hey, why don't you draw out scenes from your SOP uh, therapy sessions or your SOP career? So a lot. So I got a lot of insight into their world that I never knew. And I really like. So long story short, um, like I really like Eric's comic that he drew because the ending. No, long story short, you know, a kid, um, like it was all about, you know, um, you know, an unnamed kid, of course. Um, oh, what was it now? Thinking about uh, a kid who was. Oh yeah, he was talking about. Um, See, the thing is not many people could see my phone. I'm using my phone to record this. And you think I'm talking to myself. And you don't see any Bluetooth pieces in my ear. So it was a scene in a spe- typical speech therapy scene. And uh, I guess, <laughs> uh, long story short, kids saying, um, you know, oh, I can't talk. And he says, yes, you can. I can understand you now. And, um, you know, and that means you can still communicate even though you're stuttering. And the kid has this big smile on his face because originally he had a sad, sad face. And he says, oh, yeah, you're right. And then, you know, the Eric character says, okay, great. Let's go for pizza. And see, that's awesome. <laughs> there are some other comics where um, one comic was where an SOP drew of, um, I guess, like meeting the kid for the first time and his family. So they were there in, this, in that first time session. And uh, the father was, had his angry look on his face the whole time. And then at the end, by the end of the comic, you know, he would say, so are you going to make him normal again? All right? And a sad look on the kid's face. So that's the kind of stuff I talk about when I say, yeah, right, in the SLP world, <laughs> where they have to balance a bunch of stuff. But that's a good segue into the first keynote from Anita Blum. Brilliant, brilliant keynote where... See, what I like about Anita, let me tell you about this. Um, she, could t- she takes no crap <laughs> from nobody. <laughs> and she tells it like it is. So I would say now, even though her, um, her, the title of her workshop or keynote was accept. Um, with the word sep in parenthesis. So it was more act, I think. But... Uh, I can say that for the like an overall description of her workshop was this is the state of the stuttering community online and here's how we all just need to chill. <laughs> so for example uh, and she covered so many different aspects like the different argument I mean without her even mentioning online but it's things like um, you know some people don't like calling stuttering dis- a disability that they feel that it puts them into this sorry state or something which is unfortunate that you know that's how disability ended up becoming uh, or being what's the word impressioned it's not even a word um, but she was arguing that well if you don't call it disability then how do you expect to get help right or get any change done um, another one was now I'm not really seeing it right, but I'm gonna feature her keynote in my next episode. Um, you know, another one she was saying is, you know, so many arguments online because you know, among people at different stages in their stuttering journey, some are fully accepting, some are not. You know. Um, and the different types of responses, the typical responses that they give, which doesn't help anybody. You know, hence why the term acceptance, for example, is such a vague term. And so she was, so like at one point she was saying, you know, and then you get the people that respond, you know, I get it, I understand. And that's the type of response that's needed. That's the right response. And, you know, I agree with her. You know, you know, why is it that we're 
trying to fix the problems of others. No, I'm not writing it right. It's something like we don't want people telling us what to do, but we're so glad <laughs> and more than happy to tell someone else to either take the Maguire program or, um, you, know, you know, go along the lines of acceptance, even though we all have good intentions. So look for that in the next episode coming in two weeks <laughs> or even sooner than that. Yeah, it won't be several months. Um, so that was Monday. Everything's a blur right now. Uh, Tuesday, actually no, Monday evening was a little... I, myself, took a hiking uh, trip, a guided tour around the small city, town, and learned a lot about life in a geothermal hot spring capital of the world. And, uh, for example, I think it was in the 1930s, one of the springs went dry so they just said okay we'll throw garbage in here we'll toss all our garbage use it as a garbage dump and then fast forward to some other time i guess the 50s and oh look there was an earthquake and oh look the spring came back and it rained garbage (laughs) mother nature fights back that was nice tuesday was a full day tour we did the golden circle tour where you tour three different national parks and you see geysers and huge waterfalls. Uh, A great way to meet your attendees. Um, And a great way to experience Iceland, the ever-changing nature of Icelandic weather. Very, very cool. Uh, And, oh yeah, I forgot to mention, the day before there was a pickup football game. And by football, I mean soccer. And, yeah, whoever wanted to play soccer, and it's funny because people brought their jerseys. It's very cool. And it happened again. I was told it happened again. They had so much fun. That they, uh, yeah, they played again. This time, with, you know, there were kids from the town watching and, you know, they joined in. <laughs> so that's one way to spread stirring awareness. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. more workshops and more keynotes Um, a keynote a research one very controversial (laughs) Uh, long story short if I understood correctly because I had to if I was able to I would have paused it rewounded it to listen to again going okay then Uh, so imagine so it was research done on speech therapy for kids to, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you were there, uh, to make them aware that they're stuttering. Because a lot of times, kids don't know that they're stuttering. And I remember that as a kid. Didn't understand why kids were making fun of the way that I spoke. So, the gist of the speech therapy was that you would, that the parent or the, yeah, would tell the kid, stop every time they would hear the kid stutter or they would say time out now this is something from the 50s I think from Wendell Johnson I think so this research was was researching the effectiveness now there seemed to have been some effectiveness they did say it depends on the individual well that's no surprise but what a horrible speech therapy to tell someone that stop stuttering like that putting that pressure on a kid which is something that causes all the negative emotions about stuttering why it makes stuttering so bad so why are people still doing things like this (laughs) it's 2019 for crying out loud so god bless her anita gets up and says uh no (laughs) and um, uh, shoot, just lost my train of thought. 
we had a discussion, we had a chat later, me and Anita, and you know, and she raised a good point. Actually, she said this in the in the Q and A session. She was saying, you know, we need to involve, like we as a community, need to involve and educate or include and educate the researchers because when they're doing stuff like this you're causing damage you know and she asked are there plans to interview these kids 20 years from now to see how they're doing not whether they're fluent but did any psychological damage or emotional damage has been done because you're all constantly pointing them out or giving giving that message that stuttering is bad stuttering is wrong you know it's up to the individual to choose what they want so again a delicate balance and I agree with her a lot of times actually over the years I got so tired of one research student after the next posting stuff on my Facebook page or asked me can I post this research question and on the um, stutter social Facebook page and it's just Guys, enough already. We're not guinea pigs. Uh, so now I have a new plan where I will engage with them first instead of just ignoring them. Before I used to engage, I would say, well, then come on to my show and then I've never heard from them again. So I would say, I think what I'm going to do now is, okay, let me know about this research. Let me see if I can include and uh, educate saying, are you pretty sure you want to do this? <laughs> I mean, I know universities have ethics committees, research ethics committees, but we need to include and educate. Underline the word educate. So, uh, that was Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, I got to learn about cluttering. So, being on the co-organizing committee for the Joint Congress in Montreal, I felt very important (laughs) that I learned about cluttering. And... um, also, since I created a cluttering character for the International Cluttering Association that I'm hoping to include um, in my future comics. So, uh, very interesting. It was a workshop. Um, Roger Wilhelm, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He's from the Netherlands. And where he, le- he realized <laughs> late in life, he clutters as well as stuttering. And I was oh wow. So now I'm wondering if I clutter too. <laughs> Uh, great, great, um, uh, great workshop. Um, very underdiagnosed, I, I think. There's not much um, information uh, out there about cluttering our knowledge. Um, and in fact, there was a woman in the room. She didn't stutter, but she started crying. She goes, Holy Max, my husband who stutters always told me, you know, maybe you clutter. <laughs> And she goes, now I see it, right? Because you don't know if you're cluttering. So going back to that whole research thing of kids don't know that they're stuttering. So maybe, maybe I clutter too. I have an episode about cluttering a few episodes back. You can look for them in the show notes or wherever you have, wherever you get your podcast. Here's a little snail. He's going to get stomped on. Get him safely in the grass here. Um, let's see. Got to eat a lot of Icelandic food. Very interesting. Very cool. I mentioned the butter I love so much. I got to learn that Italian music is very popular in Iceland. And that they often change the lyrics into Icelandic and use them as Christmas songs. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Italian pop song being used as a Christmas song. Um, let's see what else was there uh, hot springs lots of pictures lots of friends new friends learning about Icelandic culture then there was a surprise on was that the Thursday no that was the Wednesday evening um, they said yeah be ready at the main lobby for, 20, for 8 o'clock bring some drinks, drinks and uh, dress warmly we have no idea what they were talking about what was in store so we walked a bit and into a nice park and we sang songs there was someone there there was a little stage put on he had a guitar and uh, yeah that's where i learned about time music <laughs> he starts playing time music <laughs> 
il mare abbiamo le profondità intorno credo lì donnelli sciali aspetta no che cosa non si sa gente di mare che se ne va dove li pare dove non sa gente che muore di nostalgia ma quando torna di buongiorno muore per la vola in gengarde via Guarda Adriano, Adriano sulla riva Lo sguardo l'olio sono in sene Yeah, a lot of fun No, this is the Icelandic way that they wrote <laughs> in the description um, Oh, I also got to design the program schedule too Yeah, that was, that was fun So I got to do that So I really got to know who was speaking what the topics were being spoken about uh thursday's keynote uh nina g comedian stand-up comedian gave her keynote and wow did she have some great powerful messages a great compliment to Ani uh, anita's keynote um so the shame so one part i remember distinctly is the shame of stuttering um you know or when you're accepting your stuttering you're completely you know you're perfectly fine with it with it and um however you're still gonna have your days where the shame goes up and the acceptance goes down or vice versa uh you're gonna have your stuttery days your non-stuttering days another another point that i remember in my head was Clouds, you know, if you have a negative outlook towards your stuttering, so it's like looking at a cloud that looks like a scary dragon, you know, but as it moves across the sky, that cloud shifts, like it moves, it changes into another form, and now it's a bunny rabbit, a cute bunny rabbit, not scary, but it's, but it's still a cloud, all that's changed is your perspective. One more. Any more questions or comments right here? Yeah, uh, well, it's an easy question, but I guess a difficult answer. Um, you changed the shame in your iceberg to pride. How do you do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so first of all, my iceberg, may not be your iceberg. You create your own iceberg. For me, what I did was I went to a thesaurus and I just looked up the opposite of pride or, or shame, and it's pride. So there's that. <laughs> but community has been a big part of that. And, and the thing is, it's not that you have shame one day and pride the next. There are days, there are weeks, there are minutes where it's like, oh, like, don't like do not surprise me at a drive-thru i don't know if you have drive-thrus in iceland yeah no like everything is a drive-thru in california because we won't get out of our cars for anything um <laughs> and so we have to order and once i was off to a comedy competition and i was gonna be all there i was gonna be active i was gonna do it um, and I drove to a McDonald's first. And I told all my friends who are comics in the car, I was like, do you want anything? And they're like, no. I'm all, okay, I'm ordering my Diet Coke and that's it. And then they, as, as soon as I got up to this uh, speaker, they're like, oh, I want a cheeseburger, I want fries. And I froze, I froze. And it was part of that shame, part of that fear, all that iceberg stuff. And, there, uh, and then after that, they were like, but you get up on stage and you talk all the time. I'm all, yeah, but it's the McDonald's speaker. That's, that's, <laughs> that's really, really scary. Um, and I think, I'm so glad you asked this as the final thing because I think we get very hard on ourselves. And, and I've seen this a lot, especially at the NSA where it's like you have to have pride or you're in shame. <laughs> 
It's a continuum, and you hop from it all the time. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be pretty. It's not cut and dry. Everybody has their own path in this. And for me, I have, you know, I am lucky enough to be from the Bay Area where Michael Sugarman's from. I found the NSP when I was 17 years old. I started to go and volunteer there. I thought that that if you found a job that you could get paid for and you talked at, that you were fine. Like, like that was the bar I worked for. And it was kind of coming from a working class family where it is work, and as long as you have work, you're fine. Um, and once I got that, I was like, oh, I, it's my stuttering isn't it, impacting me. It impacted me every which way, and it held me back in a lot of ways because of how I thought about it. And so I think the best way to find pride is to be exposed to different things. And also to think about pride not as whoa, waving a flag, although we don't have a stuttering flag, um, but it's not that. It's more about stuttering and talking with your true uh, uh, authentic self it is doing the things that you want to do and furthering the cause of helping the world see stuttering in a different way. And I know that if you're in this room, you are part of that. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you to all our Iceland friends for everything. And Thursday was the last day. Um, I, left, uh, I left early. To join my friend Jean-Francois as the president of the Association um, uh, the Game on Communication. <laughs> I always forget the name. It's a brand new name now. Uh, the Stirring Association in Quebec, where Montreal is located. Plugging Montreal big time. And um, yeah, we had gone to rent a car. Uh, back to Reykjavik took public transit so that was cool that was cool too because I don't know anybody else who was traveled to Iceland and took public transit so that's what we did we went to the car met our friends and went on our road trip but I just remember now I was supposed to have stopped recording when I talked about the the Golden Circle tour and play this. Wanna be featured on the next episode of my podcast as I record the geyser here. Heather from Stutter Social, Stutter Social host. So we're at where are we at? Thing something. Hey there's Jean Francois. Ah yes. Well Golden Circle Tour, you'll probably hear the wind. Wanted to record as you heard the sound of the geyser. The famous geyser. Strokur. 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 Yes. We're learning Icelandic, aren't we? And the crowd has grown quite silent as they are awaiting the eruption of the. Of the it's not geyser, we say in America. Geyser. It's not geyser. Geyser. No? Yeah. Geyser. It should be erupting any moment now. It's about Wait every eight it. to nine minutes. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's starting to, to bubble up and to boil, uh, and then forms a little crust, and then breaks through. And then everybody goes, ooh. Uh, yes, and the crowd. We're what? Maybe what would you say? Two hundred people. Three hundred. Oh, no, no, we're no, we're two hundred alone. We're two hundred yeah. alone. I'm trying to create the uh, oh, yeah. image of the scene and I'm not doing a good job we of have, it. We <laughs> We're roped off quite some distance away and then there's steam coming out of the ground. hush has grown over the crowd, silently waiting for the eruption to come. The wind is picked up and it's starting to Which you're blow. probably hearing the mic. Here, let me push the and phone. And the steam is starting to rise. I think it's going to ah, come gonna soon. Come up and you have your iPhone open. To take it. Are you taking a video or a photo? Oh, I was taking a photo. I should take a video, eh? Yeah, 
although you're gonna miss most of them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm there good. we go. Thank you. Here it comes. Wait for it. And while we're waiting, how are you enjoying your conference so far? I'm loving the conference so far. And oh, it's starting to boil. I'm sure if the microphone's gonna pick up the sound of the I am bubbling. loving this conference. It is wonderful. We're day three, right? Uh, I lost track of yes, the week. It is day three. It's a full day tour that we're doing. The Golden Circle <laughs> Tour. We just went to the law, to the place where Game of Thrones was filmed, and the oh, Speaker of the Law. <laughs> I'm one of those people who don't care about Game of Thrones. I, I've never seen Game of Thrones yet. Neither have I. We're probably the only two people on the planet. <laughs> but it is an important place to be. Yes, it's the birth people. of um, Parliament. A Parliament for everybody. Yes. Yeah, the yes. first place. In for 939, it. I believe it was. It's a very interesting, interesting story. Very beautiful place. Yeah. Very striking. It is getting Wait ready. For it. It <laughs> We've seen something. It is coming. You're gonna run out of memory power on your phone. <laughs> no, I just got a new phone last week, so. Oh, nice. Oh, good. Got plenty of space then. Yes. Yes. Well, we still wait. How have you been enjoying the conference so far? I have been loving the <laughs> conference. I've just had a wonderful time. Any takeaways so far? Because we've only really had the one day of workshops. Oh, but the but, conference uh, is so much more than the workshops. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's in the, the coming together. Ceremony. Yeah. The, the hearing the words from the president right. himself. He came. He, he did the opening. And sharing of song and sharing of... Um, Oh yeah, the officials turned to you, um, talked to you, written by Cleo, That's right. who was also a star socialist. And he was the yesterday. It's been a really nice gathering and not too large, so you've got new people from around the world. That's right. Yeah. And, um, as far away as Australia, different New parts Zealand, of Australia, India. every eight or nine minutes but we seem to have a brief lull in the uh, action here something tells me we arrived right when it ran out of steam <laughs> but the last one happened very quickly the last one happened less than eight minutes Did you even hear no, that? I, we were talking over the music. I'm I sorry. I didn't even get it. Uh, it's all over YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> pressed it one second before. Oh no. I, I got one second. <laughs> That's typical of my luck. Yeah. Her, her luck too. You know, I was just seeing your comments. Oh, sorry. Kate, you're wondering, I was recording a yeah. comment, uh, a podcast. That's why we're doing a live I'll, commentary. I'll, I'll hang it back because it's going to come soon because you yeah. said so, you know? It, well, and it's Murphy's Law. The minute less. we turn around, woof, another yeah. one. Well, that's, um, that was very quick, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That literally was like one se- I got the last one That was very it. short. Yes, it was very short. When I was here three years ago, it lasted quite, like, a lot longer. Well, like, it was very tall. I wonder if something else. Hey, okay, not bad. Yeah, so not bad at all. I pressed that one earlier. I got, one I second got, before. I got the last second of it. Hey. <laughs> Want to be on my podcast? Oh, yeah. Hello. We're just talking about the geyser. The geyser. The gusher. Uh, you are recording Yes. You can never tell when I'm recording with my iPhone. You just think I'm just attached to my phone. <laughs> but you don't have to talk if you don't want to. Crazy things like the new name of the ABC that will be official soon. And that's all. Well, not yet. I can, I can. You can, but you don't want it live yet. 
it's way later. I will be the I, will, I have the scoop. Breaking. There's a geyser. I mean, it is that, uh, public in a way. That the proposal to change the name to Association Begama Communication has been accepted by our, our members. We've had uh, this was uh, adopted at the uh, uh, annual general meeting, and on top of that, since uh, we needed to change our, our bylaws because yeah. every uh, mention of the name uh, Association Defense Canada in the bylaws had to be changed to Association Begama Communication. We needed to do a second. Uh, general meeting to oh, uh, wow. to, to a, and, and ask the the members to approve the change in the oh, bylaws wow. and that was done too so yeah. the rest are, are just uh, paperwork with the registre des du Québec no change uh, the name but we can use that name now so nice. so the business cards that I have are outdated now I should write right yeah. off uh, <laughs> uh, association living in Canada and change the, the name but we'll probably yeah. print something once once we'll have it Yes, yeah, you can watch it, yeah. It's kind of like when the CN Tower changes name from CN Tower to CN Tower. Because <laughs> it was Canadian National Tower to just CN Tower as, as a, like a brand logo. Like you can't really change the name of a building that's been there for so long. So the ABC is now the ABC, so. True, true, but that's, that's one thing. But there's a story behind it. That's, you know, we, we, we like the uh, acronym and yeah. people in, in general like the acronym. I'm going to continue walking around here All right. to um, uh, reacquaint myself with this area that I visited two years ago, so thank you. <laughs> Another snail that needs rescuing. I think I'm a hero. <laughs> uh, I'm just joking. Okay, put him over there so that way you're like, oh, where did I wake up at? I'm trying to think. Yeah, so we did our tour. We went on a driving tour of Schnellfelsness. I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. I joke about it being called snail face or sounding like saying snail face, but Schnellfelsness. And my friend Arnie, who uh, I guess he's the Arnie in charge of <laughs> the Congress, uh, he recommended stay in a town, nearby town called Borgarnes, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. What a beautiful town. Um, and then you know, stay overnight there and then drive there to save the time because it is a two hour drive from Reykjavik. So we did that. And a nice little uh, quiet town. Mind you, we got there after dinner. Um, funny waiter that we had. He pretended to be rude to us. It was so funny, so entertaining. He was originally from Latvia. And. Uh, uh, someone's singing now. Where that goes. Um, we after dinner, which we had an all-you-can-eat seafood dinner with this amazing dish. I think it was seafood souffle or something. I kept going back up eating it. <laughs> Loved it. And the butter. Oh, the Icelandic butter. Let me mention that again. Um, and after we paid our bills, went outside, went to the back, and right there, right at the edge of the Atlantic Ocean, the North Atlantic. And beautiful, like where the water, this thin amount, thin layer of water over the beach. It made all the birds, the seabirds, look like they were walking on water. I didn't want to leave. There was this path and it was just so beautiful and the low-hanging clouds. Um, let me backtrack a bit. Oh, no, wait. Let me save that till after these people leave. <laughs> Pass by me. Uh, we went all over, all around the Schnellfelsness, which is a peninsula uh, with many waterfalls, black beaches and such. So here's a video. We're at a black beach somewhere. I forget where it was. I'll have to check on the map. And um, one of my new friends, 
we uh oh hello again <laughs> hello again one of my friends um we had this conversation in the car about uh, demosthenes so so you know the story right the ocean ancient greece pebbles in his mouth shouting over the waves so there we were at a beach pebbles everywhere crashing waves and then i shoot this video which you're gonna hear the audio of <laughs> so demonstrate the mosthenes um, did you really put in your mouth <laughs> yeah but, but i think i need one more so i can get more like of a filled mouth <laughs> What kind of speech are you going to give? So, for those who don't know, there's a Greek, ancient Greek, orator, whatever, who stuttered, long story short. He put pebbles in his mouth and he shouted over the ocean waves in an attempt oh. to control his speech. Literally, they got like a single Yeah. You're lucky the water's clean. Oh, now shout. <laughs> Did it taste good? Like fresh rock. Like fresh rock. Mm, um, you know, I forgot to mention, um, I had met Jane Powell, this, the new CEO of the British Stamming Association, and I told her 8,000 times when she told me about uh, when we got on the topic of the Stamma campaign, uh, how much I loved that campaign. Brilliant campaign. Uh, I didn't have a chance to meet with her. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to record a conversation to talk about um, uh, the campaign. Uh, so I'm hoping, you know, um, in a in a future episode this summer, <laughs> not seven months from now, um, because I'm always busy. But now things are dying down. So I'm hoping to meet with her very very soon to record online and talk about how this campaign is so special it's groundbreaking um and it's and that's all i'm gonna say just so very well done um i think i'll include pictures of it in the show notes oh, to give you an idea it's such a brilliant and a campaign um that touches on the emotions of stuttering um and it's friendly it's not angry it's not ho-hum it's not boring it makes you look twice and draws you in at first i didn't like the stamina name i thought that sounds like a very bad name for a bad rap group <laughs> but it pulled me in i said holy max that's brilliant <laughs> so brilliant um and Hearing about what's going on in Israel, I had a reason. So my previous episode, what I mentioned, uh, was about that, I believe. Um, what I liked was uh, the association there. They're using Facebook Live um, to allow people to attend their events, so to speak, instead of making them come to an event when they can't make it. Have, have it on Facebook Live and then people can watch it whenever they can. Of course, it doesn't need to be Facebook Live. YouTube is fine. Post a video. But that was an idea I had so many years ago. <laughs> and all that stuff. So it's great to see it happen. Like, yes. Do that. Very well done. Uh, so that's what I like about these conferences. We're there to help each other. We're there to help make the world an easier place for the kids who stutter. 
when they grow up we're there to now educate <laughs> and include researchers you're probably hearing a lot of wind now um, and there's that camaraderie you're making friends with others who stutter and they're doing so much there's a lot of cool things being done and you want to get involved and you should get involved because if you don't all right what's going to happen nothing there'll be no change stuttering is still going to suck because people don't understand what it is um so that saga book is now for sale i was given 50 copies extra copies so yeah if you want it head on over to the stuttering is cool shop there's a link to it or just type stuttering is cool on etsy and you'll find it and it'll be yours i'm gonna sign it too so uh let me see there's also a version <laughs> where there was a print run the first print run was they forgot to include the cover so instead of throwing it out I got a stern warning from Anita she I said well I guess I'll recycle it and she goes if you throw them out I'm never gonna talk to you again." <laughs> um, so she took care of them she uh, and from what I see I think people saw the box and they uh, said oh can i keep these bring these home to my starting association and such so there's going to be a bunch over at the nsa conference which is taking place this week in fort lauderdale um so it'll be free there's no cover but online if you want the cover and you want me to sign it i can even personalize it too uh hit me up i'm selling it only for 10 bucks uh and yeah, so, man, it was tough to leave Iceland during the drive around Schneefelsnes, which was a full day. The weather, we went through drizzle, downpour of rain, uh, sunny skies for the most part. Uh, you're probably hearing this. Those are my keys. Uh, lots of wind, cold temperature, warm temperature, pleasant temperature. I loved it. I got to see Iceland in all its different weathers and it looks beautiful with the exception of snow. Although there were some mountaintops with snow. So <laughs> that was very nice. My gosh, I've fallen in love with Iceland all over again. I am definitely going back. I want to check out the Glacier Lagoon. Glaciers. I want to see it at nighttime <laughs> in the winter when there is northern lights. Oh, wow. didn't want to come back because I had to do job search <laughs> get my job again yeah but uh, lots of ideas for Frankie Banky so ex so expect a lot more happening this year um, and next year and the years after that very excited have a lot of ideas and um, please do get yourself to a conference a stuttering conference you always get something out of them uh, You feel less alone in your stuttering so this was a bit of a windy episode my apologies but uh, coming up next will be in the next episode Anita Blom's keynote another snail in the middle of the walkway there you go um, uh, let's see An interview with Jane Powell and then by then I'll be in the throes of the, putting the French book the final touches getting it printed and hopefully I can make it to Montreal when it has oh here's one snail that was stepped on oh it's just a shell huh? okay that's good I'll just leave it there A lot of exciting stuff and oh before i leave international stuttering awareness day online conference this is when you you yes you listener you can submit something about stuttering and the theme this year again 
I don't have the name on my head, but it's growth. Growth through something that starts with a G. I forget what it was, but I want to do something. I'm going to set aside time to create a Frankie Banky thing for it. It's everything that Stuttering School is all about. I can't miss this one. <laughs> so I hope to see your work. It could be a video, it could be a poem, a song, a paper, an essay. Maybe you're talking about research, about getting out of your comfort zone. So yeah, I wanna, I wanna see that. So the details are at isastuttering.org, I think. <laughs> Well, uh, I'll figure it out and I'll have it in the show notes. So great. It was great to be back. Great to be recording again, even though I didn't remember half the things I wanted to say. But what can I say? I'm 45 years old right now. Brain ain't what it used to be. Oh my gosh. Iceland. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Well, I want to hear from you. Were you there? Uh, did you attend the NSA conference? Uh, did you not attend it? But I want to hear from you. Record something. We'll say two minutes. Give you a grace period of 30 seconds if you need more time. Whatever. Something short. You don't have to go on and on and on. Um, and I'll play it till my next episode. Or the episode after that. Since I'm going to be playing Anita's Kino. Which, is, which was about an hour. Um, oh yeah, we were on TV. Icelandic TV. Uh, or scenes of the conferences so maybe I'm in one of them but uh, Arni, Arni in charge was on TV, he was being interviewed very very cool to see that okay well, looks like the party's gonna get started I better go before I'm locked in with my car <laughs> gotta go home and put this episode together so, until then happy Canada, Canada Day which we're celebrating just for a fun fact and to increase the time of this episode <laughs> Uh, confederation when all the different colonies and such were brought together in 1867 to form a country um, kind of sort of mostly so we won't get absorbed by the United States so yeah well at least no blood was shed I guess (laughs) better that way I know Um, so there we go Uh, so happy Canada Canada Day and may your stuttering always be with confidence. Ciao.